0: On this episode of Business Relations, Rob and I discuss the Realogy settlement and second order consequences. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective, with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello
1: everybody, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, The Notorious Rob. With me as always, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Woo! <laughs> Hola, Rob. Hola.
0: How are you? Good, man. You know, just uh, another day in the life here. I'm, um, just a, you know, another weird week in real estate. I mean, it's a uh, Jimmy. <laughs> You're telling Christmas. me. I'm, I'm,
1: yeah. I'm pretty sure my week was a little weirder than yours. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Twitter yeah. drama and shit happening. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> But we have uh, actually important things to potentially discuss. Even though I do want to say upfront as a caveat, because we're talking about this pre-show, you know, sort of behind, uh, I, I'm I'm entering into the discussion slightly unwillingly. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just—I mean, we'll, we'll keep
0: it short. Then we can keep it a no, short no, one.
1: No. Hey, we—you we, and I could probably talk for an hour about, uh, you know, flavor of vanilla or some some shit. So, <laughs> so the topic of the day is what is from Mister Robertson. Mister Robertson, yes. the floor is yours. What should we discuss?
0: Right. So, um, I've been criticized um, by you and others of basically saying that I'm being very Pollyanna in in my predictions that this will, these lawsuits will all be settled by, you know, the end of the year, by, you know, by the trial or whatever. Because from my standpoint, I think there's just too much at stake here and all the stakeholders, even the ones that are not defendants or, you know, defendants, uh, the mortgages or everything else, um, you know, there's, it's going to be settled. And, you know, you've been telling me, that would be too complicated, um, you know. They, they, they would, you know, even if the money's too big, so they would start shutting people down and getting the assets if they couldn't get the money they wanted. Um, and then, oh, lo and behold, um, surprise, surprise! Uh, it was announced this week that anywhere had, um, as kind of the uh, follow the kind of the playbook of the MLS pen kind of thing, had broken off and settled with. Um, which one was it? Spitzer or Morale? Morale?
1: What do you mean? Uh, Spitzer and and Morrell both.
0: Yeah. And um, I'm like, oh, oh, what, what you know? I, I thought this couldn't be done. I thought this was not going to happen. Um, and I just, I guess, want some clarification from you and others of like, okay, well, um, you know, one thing I really, I will say is that it's not very clear how this kind of like happened. How they keep the copycat lawsuits out of there. Because the articles did say that they that that was the intent was to shut down anything going forward, right? So we'll have to see how that plays out. But um and then it mm-hmm. and, and then it brought me to a thing where, you know, you you've been highlighting and others that you know insurance doesn't cover a lot of these types of claims, right? Mm-hmm. So that goes me. I don't know why I didn't think of this question before. So I mean, there's a lot I'm dumping here, Rob. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. one of the things I'm saying also is like, if you're an attorney, why would you fucking sue somebody that you couldn't get to the insurance money? Right. That doesn't. That seems really odd to me now, looking back. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- there's so that's a that's a salad there. There's you know there's a lot in there and
1: uh, uh, yeah. Would you like to toss okay. the salad? Sure, let's toss this Let, Let's get into it. So, number one, I want to point out that uh, my criticism, if you will, of your Pollyanna thing was never that no one would settle. I've always said, I think okay. the corporate defendants, at least one will settle.
0: Okay. And we, okay. You and I have talked
1: about it. And because okay. you're the one who brought up traditionally, historically, religion tends to settle cases early. That They're right. usually the first. Or you're the one who brought that up. My point was that the entire thing cannot be settled. I don't think a settlement is possible in Sitzer or Borough for the whole thing. Well, there's okay. – what
0: do you mean the whole thing? Because there's different – Meaning plan- like NAR.
1: NAR cannot settle this case.
0: Okay, but when you – okay, so anywhere can, but, but NAR – Anywhere can. Uh, I mean, sorry,
1: but NAR can't. I don't believe so, no. Okay, because, so it's not like
0: the whole thing can't be settled. You're saying NAR can't be, no, can't be settled. No, and the whole
1: thing can't be settled. Right? So words, you're saying the anywhere
0: in, thing is bunk?
1: No, anywhere thing, one corporate defendant, can, and maybe multiple, can settle. I'm saying the entire lawsuit cannot be settled.
0: Okay, so in, in total, somebody's right. going to have to pay.
1: It is, somebody's going to have to pay. This whole thing is going to go to trial. This whole thing will have a judgment. That's what I've been saying.
0: Well, what, why right. if, if okay, So if let's go through why, can,
1: right? Okay, all right. Because if you settle the whole thing, it means that the plaintiffs are giving up all the claims, right? And they're saying, hey, for in exchange for this settlement amount and these rule changes, we'll agree to basically drop our case. We'll agree to stop suing. I mean, that's what a settlement is, right? Versus you have five defendants and one of the five settle. That's different, right? So Sitzer is still, right now, It's still going to trial. There are four defendants in that case now instead of five, right? Mm -hmm. That's very different than the case is settled, right? If the case is settled, that means the entire case is gone. Everyone has come to some private understanding with the plaintiffs, and now there's no Well, this could be
0: the first domino,
1: right? I mean – Could be. It could be. I was just saying that I can't see NAR being able to settle this because – there are too many co-conspirators involved for NAR, right? When Realogy, and here's one of the what the reason the reasons I didn't want to talk about this, right? So we don't know what the terms of the settlement are, right? We just know that well, there was a press release. Heard, we heard, um, we I we heard a couple things. We heard 83.5 million is right. one thing we heard. We heard that Realogy was looking at a six and a half billion dollar exposure in Missouri, right? What we've heard is also that. Part of the settlement, it covers all of Reology's franchisees, OK? We've heard those. But we don't know what else they agreed to, right? So I, I just didn't want to really get into this until we saw that. But you know what? We could do another show. So once the, okay, so let me, once let the me, filing is available, we'll do a second show follow-up, right?
0: One of the big things that we've talked about and we've, we've kind of differed on are just, and again, I don't know. Yeah but I don't know, but you know, our, you know, you've been saying, and you know, others have been saying, oh, it's, you know, $10 billion. They're never going to accept, you know, in, you know, some sort of like settlement amount because they're going to take over the MLS and they're going to sell it to CoStar or some shit, right? Well, you know, in this case um, they did. I mean, sure. by, by your logic that you were going to say before that, well, no, they, this is worth $6 billion. I'm not, you know, that's what they're going to try to extract as much as they can. So what, you know what? No, that's not good enough. Your mm-hmm. 84 million is not good enough. So mm-hmm. why don't you, um, we're going to take over a receivership of the company and we'll own it. And then we're going to sell the parts off of it and get as much as we want. And I'm always mm-hmm. been saying, attorneys don't like to do that. They want a quick hit, mm-hmm. right? They don't want, they want, you know, to get in this messiness of of blah, blah, blah. So now, you know, having this being this done here, Do you do mm-hmm. you think it's, more likely that it's more as i was saying before that they they won't get into you know those those things where they're going to try to take over an mls and sell it to somebody else or not
1: i don't know so here's here's why i don't know the answer to that right because two reasons think about the mls pin settlement right right okay mls pin settled for three million dollars buckets and some rule changes why haven't we seen a settlement in that case
0: well, I think they wanted to tighten up some of the the, the rules. The judge said something about the rules. Yeah, they yeah, to yeah. No, no, what I
1: mean like. is settle. Like, why haven't we seen Relogy, Keller Williams, Remax, and Home Services settle in that case, in the MLS PIN case? Well,
0: yeah, I mean, to me, there's a little. Well, what was that about? I mean, there's a little it's bit of overlap same case. there. Yeah. It's just there's, well, there's doesn't no this, NAR. Wouldn't this, this Trump, you know, that one also? If, if they're going to no. cover all the. Th-
1: well, that's, so we're going to get, let's take one thing at a time, right? One okay. thing at a time. I'm saying, why would why have we not seen settlement in the MLS PIN case? We've just seen one one of the defendants, MLS PIN, settle for a buckus. Three million bucks? Are you kidding me? Holy shit, that's cheap, right? One, none of the corporate defendants have settled yet. Why? Maybe
0: they're negotiating. We don't know.
1: Correct. Maybe they're negotiating. Here's my take. What was evident in the MLS PIN case was that I, I don't know that this is a term that exists. I'm going to make up some terms. That this was a funding settlement. That the lawyers who've been after MLS PIN say, hey, we've already spent like a million and a half dollars. We're out of pocket. We'd like to get some of that back. Hey, you know, we're going to settle with MLS PIN, get three million bucks, pay ourselves, have a war chest, and then we're going to go after the other four. Right? So even if they're negotiating, so let's say Kelly Williams went to them. All right, cool. You settle with MLS Pin for three million. We'll give you five million. And they're like, "Fuck off," because now we don't. We are funded fully, and now we're gonna go after you for what we think we can get out, squeeze out of you. Right. Right. Okay. So my point is that it could be a funding settlement. Realogy, this could be a funding settlement. Right. We don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we have to see what the filings say. If it says, "Hey, yes, it's eighty-three million dollars," we're gonna give twenty-five dollars to the plaintiffs, and then the lawyer's gonna keep the eighty million so that we can prosecute the rest of this case and blah 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 blah. Right? If it's that dude, then that's what this was, right? This was a funding settlement, right? I guess, um, yeah. I mean, we don't know. We don't. Know. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. We don't know. So that's number one. Number two. Um, wait, what was the number two? Uh, talking about... uh, Okay, no. You know what? I lost my train of thought. So (laughs) what's your next question that we don't know? Oh, I remember now. Okay, number two. Imagine this. (laughs) In the MLS PIN settlement, right? If you remember, one of the key clauses was that MLS PIN will not cooperate with the plaintiffs, including turning over documents. Right? Okay.
0: Hmm.
1: Let's say that provision exists in the settlement where just says, okay, hey, we're, 83, we're going to give you $83 million. We are now exempt. We're, we're out of the, these two lawsuits, right? And we will cooperate with you. We don't I'm we the will. Lo- we will cooperate with you. That's right. part of a settlement. We will cooperate with you and the Department of Justice. Okay. I'm the sitzer lawyer. I'm like, cool. Day three of trial, I have a jury of six people who couldn't avoid jury duty. <laughs> None of those six people are realtors. I'm going to call to the stand Ryan Schneider, CEO of Realogy. And Ryan Schneider will get up there and say, hey, you know, we are victims just as much like you. We didn't want to join this criminal conspiracy, but we had to. But we settled and now. And here's uh, some some emails. Here's some text messages. Here's some internal documentation showing that, yes, we had to participate in this criminal conspiracy to fix fix prices. That yeah, trial man. is over, dude. When the CEO of the largest real estate company in, in the country shows up and testifies for the plaintiffs, that trial is done. Anytime can we agree? I No.
0: Anytime no? I, I see a trial or, or seen this thing firsthand, it's like I believe the last guy that spoke because they're so convincing. You know what I'm saying? I mean sure. he could get up there and then the other guy can come on, aha, we have these two other emails that say blah blah blah. What, which one do you believe? I mean, it's it's not it's never black right. and white. That's that's why that's why they, they right. that's why they play the game. That's why you go to court.
1: Sure, sure. I, I guess from my perspective, again, because we don't know if there's if there's a cooperation clause in that settlement, it's real bad news for the other defendants. Right.
0: I mean, to me, the the, the overall premise here is that I mean, I'm sure I can find some sound bites. Yeah. This will be never be settled. This will be never be settled. This will be never be settled. I, I don't think it can. And, 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 and I think I could find those sound bites, and I think- Yeah, but again, you're mixing uh, things is, up, Craig. You're mixing things uh, well, up, because right now- or you mixing or you're, recla- or you're no, re-clarifying history. Uh, you're just, mixing what, what it up, because it?
1: you're saying, this will be settled. Like, no, this will not be settled. The lawsuits will not be settled. And NAR's already come out and said, we're not settling. We're out right, right of the what facts, around right what, the law. Of
0: course, what would you, you know, what would you say if you were them? I mean, they're, they're all well, posturing.
1: But I'm just saying, but if they're settling, then they wouldn't say that. They could be like, oh, we're working on a settlement.
0: Oh, well, if they're in negotiations,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean absolutely it would I say, say, that. say. They can't settle, dude.
0: All right. Well so, at least we have now we have this sound bite. So this will this yes. will be uh this will be my new my new ringtone when it so, actually all gets settled.
1: Here's the next thing, because you mentioned this, like the nationwide thing. <laughs> Cause now like this has been the talking point. It's like, oh look, uh, really, settled, it's a nationwide settlement. Uh, and I'm sitting here dude like again I want to see some filings I want to see some evidence I want to see some documentation because I just don't see how that's possible right I don't see how that's possible because you cannot so, settle nationally when you're only sued in like 20 markets 22 markets
0: well I guess that's where I, that's the the thing there now my let me let me posit you this right? And again, like I said, I mean, there's there's so much money involved here, right? And Mm -hmm. and there's also the DOJ has always Mm -hmm. been always wanting to stick their nose into things. They're doing that with the uh, the the top agent network or something, right? Too. Of course. Okay, so what if, like, you know, the DOJ is looking at this and they see, okay, well, hell, this settlement with um, Realogy really gets us ninety five percent of what we want. You know, you know, we have other means that we're pursuing, but this is really doing it. So here's what we're going to do: we're gonna we're gonna say that this settlement, and and we can make it as a DOJ thing, saying, or you know, an antitrust thing, is saying you can make this settlement, and what the DOJ will say is we're gonna we're gonna make this law, or we're gonna say that this is oh, this is for for national and. uh we're going to accept this so that there can be no copycat lawsuits because we're getting what we want, this, this um, change in the, in, in the way real estate is done. I mean, can that be done? I mean, I, why, why not? I mean, I, I think they make all sorts of uh, changes to, to what you know, is the definition of this and the definition of that.
1: So number one, Department of Justice doesn't have the ability to make law. Right.
0: okay but they can they can pursue they can decide well, I guess that would be only what what they're trying to do
1: right they can decide to you know enforce it or not you know but they can't they can't just like come up like they can't do that the FTC could promulgate regulations but the, the Department of Justice can't. okay maybe they are number with, one
0: in, in, in concert with the right. FTC then
1: right number two though and here's the issue the Department of Justice and the FTC are not parties to this case to none of these cases. These well, are all not, civil laws. But,
0: but they're still sticking their noses into a lot of these things. Absolutely.
1: Though. Absolutely. No, they're, I think, in fact, I have a conspiracy theory that says Department of Justice is the driving force behind these. But, laying that aside, they're not parties. They're, they could intervene. They could, you know, they're they're sticking their nose in it. And they're going to because I think the Department of Justice would like to, to kill the NAR. Right. Uh, so, they'll be involved, but they're not parties. So, there's... They, they could be like oh we love the settlement that really exists but okay so we're gonna make this national you're not a party you can't force the parties to settle you can't you don't have that power right so that's that's the first thing the way to do it as I point out and like my webinars when I do them I just did one I've got one coming up next next week on Thursday or I guess by the time this publishes it'll be you know this week Thursday um the thing I like to point out is because they're not parties to this, man, you could settle and still face liability when the DOJ comes after you. Right. So okay. that's that's one thing. The, uh, so oh. the thing I like to point out is, if you want to do this, you have to do it through Act of Congress. You have to go to Congress and say, please pass this legislation that says we're stopping all these, uh, you know, these lawsuits. We're gonna create this whatever scheme, you know, some, some commission damages uh, pool, right? Everyone's gonna contribute into it, and then all the sellers will make a claim, just like they try to do with uh, asbestos right? or to pick tobacco, right? You need an act of Congress to do that,
0: right? Okay, so then why would Realogy go into a you know th- their settlement when when it doesn't really take the spectrum about their their franchisees getting sued away.
1: It does. I I think the settlement would cover their franchisees.
0: Okay, but not for copycat lawsuits.
1: Not for copycat lawsuits. That's outside, what I'm saying. Right. So that's the big question. The copycat lawsuits. I don't see how this settlement handles that. I mean, so because
0: could, if you if you read in the thing, it's like future litigation is i think one of the terms they use of, oh, right. like so they're hinting that that's hinting. the goal that's the goal you're yeah. saying that that can't be done it can't be done right it can't so be done. but 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 it's enough to be in, stated in the goal of what they're trying to to because I mean, again yeah. if 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 you if let's say that you're, what you're saying is true that that can't be done well i mean what what what's Where's the pony here? What is Realogy getting? They're just they're all they're doing is really maybe protecting themselves from a corporate level, but they can't sure. really say that their franchise are, franchisees are safe. Oh no, no, their franchisees
1: are safe as part of the settlement.
0: No, but I'm I'm talking about you know, the, any copycat lawsuits that come up.
1: Correct. So but they're not safe in copycat lawsuits either. Right. So right. the key thing here to understand is and I again I point this out in my webinars, is what's what I would call the future plaintiff's problem. So what religion gets out of this is they get essentially immunity, right? They have, they're they free from liability in roughly 40% of the country. Right? So if you look at the 20 moral markets, right? Bright and, you know, whatever, Florida, mm-hmm. Texas. If you look at those 20 markets, um, it's roughly 40% of NAR's membership. Right. If you count up all the agents that belong to those MLSs, so it's a, it's a. I know it's bad logic, it's bad math. I get it, but it's, you know, there's yeah, no one's yeah, going to really there's... done this. I say if it's forty percent of the agents, it's probably forty percent of the country, like from a real estate standpoint. Right. So, Realty by settling will have gotten freedom from liability from forty percent of the total. They're still exposed to the remaining sixty percent, right? But I, I mean, once they've settled like that, I'm sure the minute those lawsuits get filed, it's like, okay, cool, here's here's what we're, we'll are we settle, right? And those lawyers will now be like, cool, we don't even need to raise money to go through these lawsuits because we know Realogy will settle and fund our litigation. Right. Right. So there's a future plaintiff's problem. In case anybody's interested, <clears throat> the... The case that you need to be aware of is something called Esteban Ortiz versus Fireboard Corp. This is, a, this is a Supreme Court case, right? And basically, they overturned, this was during asbestos, the Supreme Court overturned a $1.5 billion settlement. Okay, Overturned it. Where the parties were like, yeah, we want to settle. It's $1.5 billion. We would like to settle. So, of course, like, you can't settle because what they were doing was settling on behalf of plaintiffs who hadn't sued yet. Right. You can't do that. So the only way to do this like Ed Zorn talks about it is you have to expand the case. Right. So basically the moral lawyers would have to say, "Hey, you know our case was around 20, you know, MLSs, now it's nationwide. Now it's every single person who's ever sold a home since whatever." You know, since 2015 or whatever it is, right? And the court would have to approve that. And the of lawyers would have to agree and say, yeah, we're going to be part of that case now. Do you see what I mean? So, like, right. I'm not saying it can't happen. But, I, like, I need to see the filings. I need to see the court filings where they they make that motion. And, NAR and the defendants would then have to come back with, okay, cool. Now that the plaintiffs are every single person who's ever sold a home in the United States – the defendants are going to be every single broker, every single MLS, every single association.
0: But don't you think that these guys were smart enough to kind of gameplay this out of, you know, to, to the point of like understanding what would need to happen for them to get paid? Of course. Of course. Right, so why didn't they kind of start with um, – I guess this is just another route that, you know, maybe the game is to get money first to, to fund the rest of the litigation. That, that could be one of the things. Sure. Um, okay, let's go back to then, if you're telling me a lot of this stuff isn't covered by insurance, uh, what's up with that? What's up with that? I mean, why, why, why go into some sort of litigation where, you know, that – that it seems like the insurance the insurance companies are always the main, uh, main thing main main party that that pays, right? Mm-hmm. And in, and you're saying a lot of this stuff is not going to be covered by insurance.
1: None of it's covered. Yeah. Right. So th- that doesn't strike odd to you. It does, but you know, like, how much money is there? How much well, money? is there Well, again, to be you're made? saying
0: you're saying you know. Uh, not a lot right MLS pen you know poultry There's this 83 or whatever that's being reported not it's a not lot a huge right amount. so it, so it doesn't seem like there's a huge amount here but if there was
1: I did a rough estimate it- right in one of my posts and I thought that the real estate industry if there's no insurance there's no, no just like looking at assets is probably 20 billion right
0: but again right. So Yeah, the assets, uh, right. Yeah, the assets. The assets,
1: just the assets. This is before declaring bankruptcy, right? And NAR alone has a billion. Right. Right. Um, Now, the issue is, are these liquid assets? Are they, you know, illiquid assets? But that's for the lawyers and their, you know, forensic accounts and whatever to figure out.
0: And and in this case, they they decided that with anywhere, no, they're not going to go after that, right? They're just going to take the money and run.
1: They're going to take the money and run so I'm like I think anywhere it was it was a brilliant move by anywhere if you think about it, right Because no matter what happens with copycat lawsuits, you have bought li- like protection from liability for 40 percent of the country for 83 million dollars. and anywhere had 214 million in cash. So the fact that the lawyers are saying, "Oh, you know, we looked at Anywhere's financials and this is the best best we could do," that's all utter bullshit. That's that's horseshit because you could have gotten a lot more than eighty three million, but eighty three million isn't you know it's not nothing, right? right? Like I said, it funds your litigation into the foreseeable future, right? So okay, yeah. So yeah, I don't. That's my gut feeling, and again. The reason why it was like, oh, do we really want to get – it's like we don't know. We don't know what the settlement says. So here's the nightmare scenario I think for NAR and the other corporates, right? It's $83.5 million plus full cooperation, right? Plus um, – I don't know. Plus uh, we're going to uh, start cooperating with Department of Justice in- investigation, right? Plus – and this is the final thing which is, I'm almost certain this is likely in the settlement agreement. That Realogy, I I'm, I still keep calling Realogy. At some yeah. point I'll start calling them anywhere. That Realogy will no longer require that their brokers and agents be realtors. Right? that's has to be in the settlement.
0: Is that part of the franchise statement?
1: Yes. yes. That they
0: have to be a realtor?
1: Yes. Because the reason why Realty and REMAX and all these guys are being sued in the first place is because their franchise documents require that in order to be a Coldwell Banker franchisee or Century 21, you must be a realtor, right? That's the reason why these guys are so much on the hook. So I'm positive, and I could be dead wrong, but you know, you know me, I have strong opinions weekly held. But right (laughs) now, I'm positive that that settlement that Realty just struck Says, religion will no longer require its franchisees or agents to be realtors. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see, right? Um, because think about the impact of that.
0: Well, okay, yeah. The impact of that is um, go ahead and not be a realtor and not get access to the MLS. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like a hollow. Who cares? I mean, if mm-hmm. they don't have to. How are they going to? But how are they going to conduct
1: business? -hmm you right. don't think you don't think there would be an instant instant class action lawsuit on behalf of the agents on behalf of the agents to- keep class in mind action. that in Thompson states like you you can't do that right so in Thompson states in California all real agents are now like cool I'll just pay for the MLS I don't I'm not paying for association.
0: Well, in 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 places where you can do that, not not every yeah. not every place yeah. you can do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's why I said the Thompson states, which is Florida, Georgia, knows it, Georgia, Alabama, and one other. I think it's Florida. You know, plus California, right? Right. Like by law, you're not allowed to tie MLS membership to realtor membership.
0: Right, other right,
1: jurisdictions right. different, but I'm like, you're going to get sued in all those other jurisdictions.
0: By the, by, by the agents, who, the, by the real G agents. Yeah. Well, I- unless you're mandating that you, I mean, it's not saying that you can't be a realtor.
1: Right, right. No. So really, would be like, Hey, we're not mandating it. Right. Right. Okay. So now the agents, okay. Now my, my, no,
0: they, they, they can, they, they, I just don't they, even see they, right, that they happening could. because I'm not, okay. I'm going to sue you. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to join. So in the meantime, i lose my business and then hope this lawsuit turns out better.
1: There are so many different ways this plays out, right? I'm just saying the impact is that, right? The impact is that. And again, this is different, dude. It's a little different. So uh, the example that I know of best is Kansas City Realtors. I want to say three, four years ago, had a local independent broker bring a lawsuit saying, why do I have to be a realtor? like unlinked the to, I just wanna pay for the MLS. I should not have to be a realtor in order to pay for the MLS. And it went to trial and and, and KCRAR won, right? The the they, they won that lawsuit and the judge like, well, this is a service offering. It's a member benefit by the realtor association. Right, so right. of course you could require realtor membership. I'm saying that looks a little different when it's not just some random independent, when it's Coldwell Banker, you know, like Century Twenty One, you know, Better Homes and Gardens, right? You know, like these are stalwarts brands that have been around for a hundred years, and they're saying, I, "Hey, I,
0: yeah, I understand what you're saying. You think that's in the settlement, but I, I, I don't think is ready for another fight. It's just like they just want to go back to freaking selling.
1: is not going to fight it. I'm saying the local franchisees will fight,
0: right? It. But I mean, but they're gonna. I, I, I don't think they're gonna put it in there.
1: You know, oh, I'm just positive be- it's in there. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm positive. The The reason, again, the reason is Realogy doesn't control the MLS rules, right? So it's not like the plaintiffs would be like, well, we're suing Realogy because they engineered this buyer, broker, whatever rule, right? Because they didn't. They had nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? NAR makes those rules. The MLS uh, board makes those rules, not Realogy. How real in this lawsuit is because they mandate that their agents be realtors.
0: Okay, so you're saying they want to put that in for protection for anything further. Like, if that got them in trouble, well, we might as right. well just take that out. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, not only that, but in a settlement, like, you, it's generally not – you need the judge to approve the settlement, right? Right. So if you just go up to the judge like, hey, man, this is just about the money. <laughs> Remember all that stuff we said about anti-competitive and how yeah, really yeah, yeah. she was playing its part by forcing its brokers to join? Yeah, we don't care about that. Just they're giving us money so we don't give a shit. The judge is going to be like, get the fuck out of my court, <sighs> right? Right, so you have to at least even though pretend, we know that's the case. Right, yeah. so you have to at least pretend to care about the legal principle. So in this case, it'll be hey, realty is agreeing to no longer mandate that its brokers and agents be realtors. We're willing to accept that plus eighty three million dollars. Realty's like right. hey, and we're done. Right. And oh, by the way, there's a, uh, there's also gonna be some rule changes here. Whatever, right? but the rule changes would be NAR. Yeah. Right. It's not realty. Right. Realty, in other words, realty will changes internal rules. And you will change the rules to be, yeah, so you don't have to be a realtor to join right. our franchise brands. Okay. What I think happens, ends up happening, and this is where things get super interesting. Okay. Say that's in the settlement. And I'm like I said, I'm almost positive that's in the settlement. And you're Keller Williams. What do you do? You're REMAX. What do you do?
0: Well – changing things now isn't going to help
1: you unless you could settle now the, well, the yeah. cost of settlement's going to be much bigger right let's say Kelly williams the deal on the table is you also agree to no longer mandate that your brokers and agents be realtors and your your ticket your price is a billion right because you're second right like really you went first you know, we got the funding. We don't need we don't need your money anymore. Now we're lo- actually looking to get rich off of you. Your settlement costs a billion. What do you do? Right. I think Keller Williams could afford a billion. They're a private company, well, so we, we have no way of knowing.
0: MLM, right. they probably got billions of billions.
1: Right. So I think Keller Williams probably could afford a billion dollars. Okay. Let's say it's a billion over five years or something like that, right? $200 million a year. I bet Keller Williams could afford it. And they're in business. I think Kel Williams takes that deal. Right? Don't you? Okay, now you're REMAX. Right? Same deal. <laughs> Except you can't afford a billion, so I don't know. Like, it's 500 million, whatever it is, right? I think you take that deal.
0: Yeah, I don't think they've got that much money, but...
1: But whatever. Yeah, so they say, fine, we're going to, you know we're going to squeeze you until you scream but point is that you have to accept the the clause that says we are no longer going to mandate realtor membership i think you take that deal don't you
0: right so you're saying that after if the if this is settlement is approved from RealG and if they have that clause in there yep do you think that the plaintiffs are mandating that clause or or Real G yes. is putting it in there
1: no to cover the of the rest i think, the plaintiffs, later I think it's the plaintiffs
0: all right. So, and, but okay. I, but
1: I think the corporates would be more than happy to sign off on that, right? Because they know that now going forward we 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 can't, you know, our, our involvement with a quote conspiracy is minimal. Like the, we don't have one, right? Right. My point is this, man. So say that happens at for Sitzer. Let's say the four corporate defendants all settle before trial date in Sitzer. And all four now have this clause that says we will no longer require our franchisees and agents to be realtors. Okay. Those four companies. What percentage of realtors belong to those four companies?
0: A shit ton. I mean, you're, you're still talking about some geographic limitations, but a shit ton.
1: Sure. Fifty percent.
0: Yeah, I, I'd have to look at. I mean,
1: I'd have to look it but, up as well. Yeah. But- between Keller Williams, REMAX, Relogy and BHHS, I would not be surprised that's 50%. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I know what you're going to. You're going to say, so they're they're going to like say, I don't have to be a realtor anymore. So I'm going to call my local association. He says, I don't have to be a realtor anymore. And they're going to say, well, if you want MLS access and you want all mm-hmm. the stuff that the association provides you, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to sue you. Then I just—I I don't know. I don't. I just don't no. think
1: that's so, so. That's not sue. How about those four companies get together and say, "Let's form a Let's form a national MLS."
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, now, now we're going into Rob Hahn. Now land. we're going to I
1: mean- yeah, we're going to like total crazy ass <laughs> speculation land. The thing I will point out though is this: again, we're not talking about like rinky dink startup brokerage. We're not talking about Fathom. Right. Even though they're not that rinky dink. Right. And they're, they're pretty large brokerage. Yeah. Yeah. For right? sure. We're not talking about Redfin, even though they're a very large brokerage. They don't have, dude, I'm just saying, just think about our industry. Right. And those four companies specifically. Right. I mean, th- th- they are the real estate industry in some respects.
0: Right. I mean,
1: do you know what I'm saying? Right. And those four companies came out and said, Hey, we have to settle with the plaintiffs. We are no longer requiring our people to realtors.
0: There was a stat. Let me see if I can find it. I thought, I thought that that you know the people is so you know. Let me see if I can find it here. But I thought that the people associated with a larger entity was actually, as far as the number of NAR members was, kind of smaller than than what it
1: was. Okay. And what most well, people while, while you're looking that up, here's the second thing to consider, right? So oh, now, here it is. Here it
0: is. of brokers are independent and non-franchised, and 11% are independent franchised firms. Now, this is Mm -hmm. brokers. Yeah. So so I don't know how that translates to...
1: Yeah, what percentage of members belong to one of those four brands? Right. It's going to be a shit ton. Yeah. It's going to be hundreds of thousands. We already know this, right? But here's the second part of that. Now those franchises, those brokers who by the way have now been immunized in forty percent of the country. Now they're recruiting pitch goes like this. Hey, join us and you don't have to pay fifteen hundred dollars a year in realtor dues.
0: Well that's not true though. It is I true. I mean they they don't they don't they, they could say that now you just won't have access to the MLS. Uh
1: no now you are required to be a realtor.
0: Well whatever it is I mean but but the requirement doesn't come from the from the franchise franchise or the the requirement no, comes it from the state and local. No. No, 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 no. Even though my, my boss says um, no, I was gonna give for example,
1: Washington State, right? Okay. Where Northwest MLS is a non realtor MLS. You don't have to right. be realtor to join, right? Correct. You don't, the realtor numbers in Washington State in Seattle area is something like 60 percent. Okay. So you go and ask those agents, well, why why'd you join King County Realtors. The answer is because my brand made me. Right. Dude, my wife is a said. former broker at a in banker. Right. In the Seattle so you're area. saying
0: that in cases, but the, but not, but that's there's a it's a minority that are not sure. requiring people. Sure. Sure. For Fine. MLS's, so, yeah.
1: so you can talk about that. Fine. All through the entire state of Georgia the entire state of Alabama, and the entire state of Florida, which are Thompson states where you can't mandate, you can't link the two, now every Coldwell banker, uh, no, every Realogy, Keller Williams, REMAX, and Better Homes and uh, I mean, a BHHS franchise can go, save money, join us, and save your realtor dues.
0: Well, the, you mean the MLSs can say that? No, the brands say that. Oh, I see. Okay. To agents. I see what you're saying, yeah. Right, so think about what that does. Because it's not a requirement anymore,
1: right? Right, think about what that does. Now you're EXP, now you're Compass, now you're one of the other brands who still today require that you be a realtor. You have to change that policy tomorrow if you want to maintain, if you want to keep your agents. Right? Right. So I'm saying this is a bigger deal in that sense. I was gonna save this whole grant for after we saw the filings and we could verify it. But what the fuck? You know, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be in there. So what that means, at least in Thompson states, plus California, most importantly, we are going to see realtor membership be delinked for MLS, not through like just through these four companies saying you no longer have to be realtors.
0: Well, it's already delinked. It's just gonna cause it it might cause uh, a, a, in a those drop states. in members yeah, it in those will states. absolutely
1: cause a drop in membership right there's no question about it in my mind right and the, and again this is why I love the second order third order impact things right if you're a right. compass agent in Los Angeles and you just heard oh if I join Coldwell Banker I don't have to pay realtor dues I don't have to be subject to all those realtor things Sign me the fuck up. right? Or I probably I call my manager and go, hey, do I have to be a realtor? Matt's like, yeah, you know, our company policy is that if you want to work here, you have to be a realtor. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> the minute that happens, dude, that manager's calling Robert Reff and saying, like, hey, Robert, we need to change our policy. <laughs> I'm losing whatever, right? right? Well, I mean, and, and, million and in again, production. The,
0: there's, I'm, I know there's a lot of realtors, a lot of, you know, agents that, um, and I think you know want to be a realtor right so I mean there's there's that as well right so
1: yeah roughly fifteen percent right so NAR membership will go from one point five million to what is that fifteen percent hundred fifty uh like two hundred thousand right it's, I mean that that seems pretty significant
0: yeah. Okay, well, I think this is a good. I mean, this has been a worthwhile discussion. We're (laughs) forty-two minutes into it, so.
1: Yeah, you want to wrap it, and we're going to talk. Come back to this once we actually have the filings. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's better.
1: Yeah, uh, so let's do that again. There are aspects of this. Look, as I said, I think it's brilliant. I mean,
0: I got food for thought for sure. Fuck.
1: Yeah, brilliant by Realogy to do this, right? And I guess you know because after you told me. And talking to some other people in the industry, I've always I've been thinking, really, just going to settle. They're always the ones to settle first, right? I just didn't know what the terms were going to be. Uh, but boy, this is effing brilliant $83 million to protect yourself from something like $160 billion in potential liability. And now you're going to saddle all your main competitors with a way bigger price, right? In other words, like for Kell Williams, Remax, and BHHS to settle now. They're going to have to pay a shitload more than $83 million. Right. That's, yeah, the, it's, I'm like, dude. It's the,
0: as we talked about before, it's the first person to turn
1: state, state, that's evidence, right. right. It's like, that's yeah. right. It's the first one and you win. And then everybody else after that, you're going to get fucked. You're about to get, I, I, well, we'll see. Who knows? I could be wrong. Maybe tomorrow we hear an announcement from Kel Williams we settle for 100 million. You know, like, who knows? Right. But that's, that's where we're at, bro. Like, let's not. Oh. Like, people are celebrating a little too early. Yeah. All right, man. Okay. Wonderful talk. You want you want to leave us with something positive? Some, you know, uplifting. Well, I don't know if it's not negative or positive. <laughs> it's a
0: very interesting discussion on strategy here, yeah. and uh, I appreciate it. I I understand. I mean, it just gave me a lot. Like I said, more food for thought than I than I thought before. That's, so that's what good. we
1: do around here, man. That's, that's right. That's exactly. what we do at Industry relationship. We give you food for thought. We're in the arena here, so we're, <laughs> we're in the arena. <laughs> we're in a different arena. You know? A different arena. Institutional leadership arena. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We're not in the agent arena. Yeah. which is fine because neither of us are agents. Um, <laughs> well, thanks everybody for listening, and Thank uh, you. yeah, we'll see you next time.
0: Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm is going to come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't want to do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you got to learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. You should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called Content in a Box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at the contentbox.com.